what they need. Get a hoppers 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 what they need. Get a Sanitation workers strike. 52 years ago, 
your greatest civil rights leader, Martin Luther King, stood with hundreds, with self protection workers, who were turned there for mud inside of a trash compactor and a garbage truck that went bad. We know that these guys work on messed up garbage trucks every day if you're going to tell you off about it. We know that our freedom fighters are past them. They stood with the workers. They stood with the hobbies. So we're not here today to ask very directly Jimmy Woods, very directly Clinton Woods, very directly Metro Services Group, very directly all of the black books right here around this city that gets put in strike by those dollars that they trickle down, very directly Mayor Victoria Pietrino, very directly every member of the city council. What side of history are you going to stand up? You're standing with the big book or you're standing with the people? You're standing with the people or you're standing with the money? We out here today in solidarity because we stand with the people. We stand with City Waste Union. We believe in their fight. We know that their fight is our fight. We know that their fight is the same fight the firefighters have been fighting for, that the hospitality workers have been fighting for, that the transportation units, unions have been fighting for. We know that when we put all of those numbers together, we like half, if not more, of the city. We are the workers in the city. If there's 53% of us in poverty, there's 53% of us with a good damn reason to fight. Yeah. So y'all gonna hear live from the, from the mouth of these workers today. I'm gonna step out your way. Your first hopper you're gonna hear from today is D'Artagnan Dijon. He's gonna talk about PPE and why it is that these hoppers need that. Y'all give it up for D'Artagnan. How you doing today? My name is D'Artagnan Dijon. I represent City Waste Union. PPE is essential in the lives of the workers of the sanitation department. So essential. Everything we come into contact with deserves personal protective equipment. I have never been provided personal protective equipment by Metro Sanitation Department in the four years that I've been working there. Like I said, everything we deal with is a, is a need for PPE. I have had ear infections, skin rashes, outbreaks, and I've had to take time off from work unpaid. The need of PPE is so serious at a time like now, with the coronavirus uh, going on, uh, all of us are all afraid. You know, just as you know, just as everybody else. You know, we don't know what it is. And a company like Metro has, has not yet provided us with any of this material, any garments, any masks, goggles, glasses, nothing to cover our eyes, ears, nose, and mouth. Things are projected out of the backs of these trucks at times, uh, splashing us and hitting us in the face, you know, old milk jugs, bags of feces, things of that nature. The coronavirus has accelerated the need of PPE on the work site of the Metro Sanitation Department. And, uh, us as workers uh, stand here today in front of you because that is not only uh, something that we need because of the coronavirus, it's needed on a year-round basis because all we deal with is waste. Metro Sanitation Department um, claims to have receipts of these things. Well, we've never seen them, and, and like, we've never uh, received any of the equipment. By saying that our clothes that we are come to work in become our own personal PPE. You can no longer wash these clothes with your own clothes. Uh, can't do anything with these clothes, but now use them as your own personal protection for that job. And if this is costly, it does come into our, uh, you know, our pockets at times. So now you got to use your own clothes to provide something that a company should have provided for you.
important that, you know, our lives are in danger. You know, if we get sick, our families get sick, the city begins to get sick. And the coronavirus proves that because the first person that got sick infected everybody else. We have lost way too many lives. We don't even know why. We don't even know what it is. But it has to stop and it has to be addressed. Thank you. I want to also acknowledge, like I said, we are family and organizers out here, and every time we come together, that family get a little bit stronger. So I want to acknowledge as we go from speaker to speaker, some of the uh, organizations that are represented out here today. I want to give a shout out to Layuna Workers Union. I also want to give a shout out to Louisiana Firefighters, Firefighters Union. You'll hear from them a little later. That's right, y'all can give it up. Our next speaker coming on up. Again, we got two big issues that are happening here. We got safety, which uh, Metro has shown they don't care about year-round and not even in a pandemic. But then we also have uh, the economics. We're going to keep talking about the safety. We got our guy, uh, Ramon, who's going to talk about the hydraulic fluid leaking off of these trucks every day. Give it up for uh, Ramon. y'all about our unsafe work conditions that's been going on for years and years. We have hydraulic leaks. They never fix them. They only patch them up. Um, hydraulic leaks can um, damage the earth. It also can damage you. If you have cuts and it get in your body, there is no defense against it. Now, we, we asking for a safer work condition. That goes for sanitation to hospitality all over. We're not getting our proper or safer work conditions. So for that, we're in front of City Hall. We're trying to get their attention. Maybe they can fix this problem we have. You know, maybe they can um, do their job while we vote them in. So we're, we're going to keep fighting, y'all. We're not going to back down. We got a whole family out here that's that's ready to um, bring it to them. So we're going to bring it to them like we spoke. Also, um, you know, we love, we love what we do. Everybody that has a job loves doing what they're doing. We also deserve safer work conditions so we can make it home to our family. That's who we provide for. That's who we work for. That's who we're supposed to be able to make it home to. With this new threat, proper PPE, safe conditions, and hazard pay is needed. It's, 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 it shouldn't even take all this for us to get this. I mean, this is this is uh, necessary. This is a, necess a necessity. This is what we're supposed to have, you know. So we're gonna we're gonna keep pushing. We need everybody in the city to support us, and we're gonna support y'all. You know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fight for y'all just like y'all been fighting for us. Thank you. My man, we call him Memphis. He's representing that tradition by getting his blood and bones. So it's, 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 a, it's a privilege to have you here holding the torch for that. I want to give another shout out to uh, some more unions in the building. We got the Building and Trades Council, we got the Painters Union, and we also got our people with Stand with Dignity. Give it up for them. So we talked about the safety a little bit, and you know, I heard about the hydraulic fluid from the, from the hoppers. And even heard that they were told about their bathrooms that, you know, our hydraulic fluid is so good you could even take a bath in it. Alright? This is the type of the type of consciousness we're dealing with when we gotta really educate the masses against these bosses that have been controlling us all this time. They don't care about us, alright? And that's why it's even more important we care about each other and stand in solidarity like we do. Because we gotta fight, y'all. We gotta fight to get it. Anybody that's gonna play with your life and make jokes about playing with your life is not about to do anything to help your life. Our next speaker coming up. This is our elder of the group. When we first came up at Tuesday morning about two weeks ago and told him about 1968, he finished our sentence and said, oh yeah, Memphis, yeah, we've been doing our research. Don't ever underestimate the power of the proletariat, the working class, that every day, like we ain't out here doing our own research and figuring out what's wrong with this system and doing our own homework and figuring out how to shut it down when we got to shut it down. Y'all give it up for the elder, how people. He's going to talk to us about uh, 
about the livable wage that they are not paying in Metro. Give it up, Harold. happens to them that we sleep on and allow it to happen, then that toxic waste that they live on, 
that can become everybody's toxic waste. So their fight is our fight. The waste union's fight is our fight. All these fights need to fight together in solidarity. I'll stop coming on with y'all. If y'all on social media, you might have seen this brother speaking. It sounds like music every time he talk. He's going to entertain you, as Kevin wants to say. He's going to bring you some information. It's going to really enlighten you. And at the same time, I think it's kind of nice on the ears because it sounds like you're rapping and singing every time he brings us some information. He goes, this is about to have to pay the debt of not paying at Metro. Give it up for a joke. y'all doing today? My name is Jerry Simon of City Waste Union. Me and my brothers come to you today, we appreciate the support too. From the beginning, right? All, none of us, none, none of me and my brothers, we haven't received any hazard pay through all this. I have seven kids. I'll be scared to play with my kids some days I go home. I got to stop my daughter at the front door. Tell her, Daddy, Daddy, can you can't jump Daddy on us right now. Daddy can't give you no kiss. I'm scared I'm going to get sick. I have little kids. I have a family. Every day, me and my brothers go to work. Not even knowing we're going to come back. You know what I'm saying? We probably could be sick the next day. Don't know if you're coughing. We got to, you know. We probably could have it. We never receive any hazard pay, and that's all we ask for, $150 hazard pay. We got people coming to us telling us that they're getting hazard pay, and I feel like a garbage man is one of the front line workers. I know everybody feel like that today, huh? I see, and they got nurses, doctors, policemen, firefighters. What about the old garbage man? We the one making sure the city clean for everybody throughout the metropolitan area. We just ask for a simple hazard pay, 150. We don't want it every day. We just want it, you know what I'm saying, 150 a week, just in case we make it sick. Try to go buy your own medicine. You call for you, you don't even know you're scared to go to the doctor. All the bad things you're hearing. It just, it's just crazy. We got fellas, got a lot of kids. You know, one of our, one of our, um, one of our guys got a, a brand new grandbaby. He never even held her. Through all this, you know, we we not getting the, the proper PPE. We working in hazard conditions. We just come to the table. We just want to have a conversation about what we can get at. Through this whole time, there's two months in advance we working that have we have been known that people can have a pay in a garbage man they receive anything. Nobody tell us nothing. Every day we come to the yard, we gotta have our own stuff, our own bandanas. Metro said that they um provided the house with um PPE. I haven't seen any. My drivers got bandanas. They got gloves. We gotta go get our own. Ain't nobody here for the hoppers. That's why we out here in the beginning. They cheap on telling us what to do each and every day. You gotta take it, right? You scared you're gonna lose your job. You don't or you don't do your job. And the first time we stand to fight up for our stand up for ourselves about our demands. That's all we want. $150 a week. I don't think I don't even think that's you know what I'm saying? That's that's all right. Hey, they ain't nothing to come out their pocket. Get a harvest, 150 ain't nothing. These guys gotta pick up the cans that we waste them. We gotta pick up the gloves, the mags, the clothes people take off their body and put it back in the trash. Every morning we go and work hard. We need some good harvest. We want it, we want to get somewhere. We don't want to just keep on having us do this and do that. We want to sit down with Mr. Jimmy Woods. That's all we ask. Let's get somewhere. Just, just going on the third week. We still out of, we still out of a job. It's hard on our families, and we love, we love our job. We never refuse not one time. Say we, we don't want to work. We 
just want to come somewhere in the middle where we can just have a discussion to see what we can get at. Well, is that something we can do, you guys? Nobody haven't told us anything. They fired us. They hired us back. They want to hire us again. We want to talk to Mr. Jimmy Woods whenever, soon, as soon as possible, because I'm ready to get back to work. I'm going crazy. You know, I, 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 I want to get up every morning and go dump trash can, make sure the city clean. Me and my guys, we be out there every morning, 4 o'clock to 12 o'clock. We hope we can get somewhere. Some hands up here, something. We appreciate it. We thank you guys for support. Me and my guys. And we're going to continue to stand up for what we believe in. Thank you.
problem in the city of New Orleans. We are talking. New Orleans is a fierce, venomous, double-headed serpent. When it declares on one end, out of one head, that we want crime to decrease. We want drug activity to decrease. We want violence to decrease. But yet, at the same time, you will not give these young black men an opportunity to make an honest day's living. I'm talking about men who get up earlier than anybody would want to get up. Four o'clock in the morning, wanting to work home. And so you got men, young black men, who had the desire to get up and hold the filth of our city. You don't hear me. The filth of our city. The filth that, that, that the mayor doesn't want her daughter to carry. The filth that Drew Brees doesn't want any of his sons to carry. I'm talking the filth. I'm talking feces. I'm talking feminine hygiene products. I'm talking toilet paper. I'm talking condoms. The filth of the city. And yet you will not give them what they need. This city has a morality problem. And we stand united. Somebody say united. We stand united. And we will grow. We will become stronger until this unjust system is changed. Let us stand. And I say this. I have told my church, and I tell all people, I buried a young, enough young black men because of black-on-black -black crime in the street. I buried too many young black men because of heroin and crack addiction. We buried far too many. And when we look at the statistic that we are 32% of the population in Louisiana, yet we account for 70% of the deaths. I declare and I say that I am unwilling to see another black man be sacrificed. I am unwilling to allow any of these young black brothers to be sacrificed on a garbage truck. Give them what they need. in this 302-year-old city. 
because we were brought over here to take out the rich ruling classes trash and get treated like trash as we did so and ain't nothing changed since i think i heard him say something about a plantation if it was still a lot like a plantation 300 years later when they make sure that they keep us on the very bottom of things all right and that we can't possibly climb up because these brothers who chose to make the right decisions to make a so-called legal job all right working with somebody that acts criminally in the way that they treat them all right and gets paid crumbs to do so are still not having their humanity or even their labor rights dignified or acknowledged there's a problem with that i want to give a shout out to a coalition to help bring some of those uh, 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 issues to our attention a couple of years ago uh, by the name of Take Them Down Nola. At one point, we used to stand in front of this city hall, go inside of that city hall, and talk all about these symbols of white supremacy around the city. There were at least 17 at the time. There's 13 now because of the power of the people. All right? We took those symbols down only to call attention to the fact that if they still venerate the people that enslaved our ancestors, then why would they not still continue to perpetuate a system that treats us like modern-day slaves? Why would they not still continue to create more plantations through their corporations? And guess what? If I design it well enough, I don't even need a white person to do it. I can get black people to do it to black people. That's the kind of black-on-black -black crime we need to stop. Huh? That kind right there. I want to give a shout-out to another coalition that helps us get started, help take them down all the get started. They reminded us that black lives matter. BYP 100, we see y'all. Appreciate y'all. But if black lives matter, let's stop paying them like they matter. Let's start valuing their labor. Because these brothers are out here picking up for us on the front line. These are the heroes. And if we can't take care of them, then we can't be surprised when we're not taken care of. They get sick, we all get sick. But it ain't just happening inside of the sanitation workers industry. It's happening all across the board. We're going to bring up some other speakers from different unions around the city who have watched the same type of labor abuse go on inside of their industries. This first speaker coming up is coming up on behalf of the Louisiana Firefighters Union. You might have heard about them last fall. They, too, are fighting to get basic wages and PPE and hazard pay the things that they deserve. Y'all give it up for Aaron. How y'all doing? My name is Aaron Mishler. I'm president of New Orleans Firefighters Association. Uh, our issues have been out in the public eye for the past uh, year or so. And uh, we want to come out here and lend our support to these gentlemen behind us. Uh, a society or, or uh, a civilized society has a lot of attributes to it. One being public safety and what I do and what police do and, and, and civil uh, other civil servants like uh, EMS. But not far behind us standing right next to us would be the cleanliness of a civilized society and that's what these guys take care of. You can't have a civilized society that's filth, that's just covered in filth and that's what these guys do. These guys pick up what no one else wants to do. My job is to go out there and do things that other people can't do. These guys' jobs are to go out and do other things that people won't do. They need to be respected. They need to be taken care of. They need to be treated like humans, like everybody else. And that's what a lot of people are failing to realize in this building behind us and across this city. They throw out words like essential. We are essential workers. They have forgot the definition of what essential means. Essential is intrinsic. It means absolutely necessary. You cannot run a city without essential workers. What they fail to realize is you need to be paid like an essential worker. A pat on the back does not pay the bills. Now, we appreciate people coming out and saying, we appreciate what you do. We, we love y'all. We do it. We get a lot of that on the fire department. We get you know pats on the back all around. Our health care workers, pat on the back. Y'all doing a great job. I fail to see people patting these guys on the back. They just see them pass on the trucks. They don't even get a wave. We get people waving to us on the fire truck. They look at these, oh, there's the garbage man. I wonder if he's going to pick up my trash today. I go out and talk to my, my sanitation workers and give them drinks in the morning if I'm out there in the morning. They're doing long, hard work, just like the rest of us. They love the job they do like I love my job. And that's why when we come out, I saw what they were doing. The New Orleans Workers Group reached out to me and asked if we were in support, and we said absolutely. New Orleans firefighters stand hand in hand with our sanitation workers, and they deserve everything that they are asking. Thank you so much. We got about two more speakers, y'all, and we're gonna close our struggle because I want y'all to notice a pattern here. Yeah, we heard from the hoppers. And yeah, we got that nice righteous revolutionary charge from uh, Reverend Manning. But everybody else you hear is going to be a labor 
uh, union representative because we need to start connecting these dots around this city. When we said 53% of the people are living in poverty and then 53% of the people decide not to show up, then the city won't show up, we mean that. It can happen, all right? And it's happening right now by way of this. Uh, shout out to uh, DSA in the building. Shout out to uh, Congresso in the building. Shout out to Familias who need us, who's been doing amazing work. Uh, all of these different organizations who have been raising money, who have been uh, connecting dots, organizing on behalf of workers. We appreciate you. Our next speaker coming on up. They've also had a very intense struggle over the last couple of years. Uh, speaking on behalf of the ATU, and these are the RTA drivers who we saw were getting hit heavily because of coronavirus, and we are all still standing on pins and needles hoping they don't get hit heavily again as the city is prematurely reopened. So we need to hear from this sister and, and hear about their struggle and ways that we can support them and connect with them. Uh, Valerie Jefferson, are you present? All right. Good afternoon. I'm sweet and short. We are the bus drivers, the paratransit operators, and also the streetcar operators that move this city. The people that ride our vehicles, we make this city. So we need to stand together behind our men that clean up this city. Without them, guess what? We will be in a mess. So make it sweet and short. Our theme is stand on righteousness, fight for justice, and live through love. Right now, we are standing. We are standing together. It's time for us to fight for justice. And no matter what the compassion that we have now in our heart, we need to keep moving and live through love no matter what it takes. Because sometimes you got to show people. We just speaking it now. But sometimes we got to show them. You got to show them. Right now, we had to fight for our PPE. We had to speak up and speak out. Now we are standing and fighting for our hands and paint. Yeah. So how do you feel that you out there picking up garbage and you're just getting $10 an hour? Yeah. You don't almost get gloves. You don't almost get hands and, uh, 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 come on, come on, hands and paint. Thank you, Ram. You don't almost get that. But now you still want your garbage picked up. Now when they don't show up, you want to know what's the problem, New Orleans. You want to know what's the problem. But the problem is, you're not, but you're not giving them PPE. You're not paying them healthy pay. What's wrong with you? What's wrong? But guess what? At the same time, you want your garbage picked up. At the same time, you want them buses moving. But guess what? I'm going to tell you a story and I'm going to leave. I'm a bus driver. I drive the broad, the broad bus. In the morning time, on Brown and Canal going outbound, I pick up these guys. I pick them up. I make sure I'm on time. At 3 o'clock in the morning, they're out there riding the bus. 2.30 in the morning, out there riding the bus. I can tell you where they get off at. They get off on Chef and Reed. I let that bus down. I let that bus down for men who are going to take care of me. They're trying to make some out of themselves. They take care of their family, and they do it legally. Legally, they ain't robbing, they ain't stealing, they ain't smoking, they ain't drinking. They come and take care of us legally. It's shame for us we not take care of them. Shame. That's This is what democracy looks like, y'all. This is what democracy looks like. you not to vote, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about voting for each other. I'm talking about supporting each other. I'm talking about you got to fight, that's my fight. You got to fight, that's my fight. My fight is your fight. We fight together and we win together. You understand? We can't win in these silos. They like to separate us. They like you to think you're the only one going through this. But lo and behold, let this virus reveal that everybody's going through the same thing at the same time. And it's the same people doing it to us. And just like they look out for each other in their own monetary interests, we better look out for each other in our own people interests. All right? Our last speaker coming on up is going to speak on behalf of the Lyota uh, Workers Union. And after that, I really want y'all to uh, all come together and see the dots we just connected. We've got uh, the RTA, we've got the firefighters, and we've got the sanitation workers. Yeah. You disrespect these different industries, you're going to have houses burnt out, 
Nobody moving anywhere, and all your trash piling up. Well, goes around, comes around. Put it if you want. Last one coming up, uh, Frank, kill up from Lyona. Give it up. My name is Frank Coriel. I'm of the Laborers International Union of North America. We're a building trade union. There's uh, half a dozen or more building trade unions here today. And we're here to say that we're here in solidarity. We're here in solidarity to make sure that the workers, the sanitation workers that work for Metro Services, you know, get their fair worth and get, and get the PPE, get the danger pay at a living wage, okay? Because we, we all, all of us from the different unions and all walks of life, you know, we all want the same thing for our children. We want to be able to, to leave work, come home from work, hug our loved ones. One of the brothers earlier, what was he saying? He comes home from work, he can't hug his kids. But, but, but yet, Metro Services, they're making the money, you know? Uh, you know, uh, you, one of the things that we, that you have to have in a building construction union where you got a contract is, is that you got safety. You gotta have everything that you need to have to do your job. And if you can, and if they don't, you don't do it. Because you're protected. It's the it's it's the company who's responsible to make sure that they guarantee the safety of every worker that works for them. And at 10, 25 an hour, you know, uh, the city, the city's living wage is above 10, 25 an hour. So what are they asleep? Why, why is there a special agreement with Metro Services? Is it because of a judge? You know, uh, is it because somebody's father or mother was ex-mayor? Come on, let's cut this bullshit. Let's cut it out, let's cut it out now. You know, we're, we're here to represent uh, sanitation workers and to make sure that they have the safety and the living wage and the protections of the job like every other worker deserves in this country, you know? So what we're asking, we're asking for equity, you know? We're asking for a fair wage. So I want to say that the Labor's Union Local 99 stands in full support, in solidarity with anything you need from us, come and ask, all right? Come and ask. Thank you, have a good day. Y'all don't need any more statistics. Y'all need more facts. Y'all hearts and minds are already in the right place. We already know what the right side of history is, and we own it. But we should just consider the fact that $15 an hour is already a standard around most of the country, and that is $10 short, all right? It was Jerry that taught me today they should be getting $26 an hour, actually, if it's adjusted for inflation, all right? So when you talk about high-wing robbery, this is high-wing robbery. It's beneath the minimum wage. It's a slap in the face. It's direct disrespect. And when you got all this money that you installed from us, and 60% of your city budget is going to prisons and jails, but not to job development, if you slice some of that dollars out and you put it where it's supposed to be, those contracts that he's saying is not enough, will be more than enough. But he already got more than enough to pay these men what they worth. All right? And so we're talking about all these different facets of this, but most importantly, we know we got to unite as a united front of workers and stand up against these bosses, stand up against these money people who put these puppet strings behind these politicians who do not represent us. Let's just call it out, man. All right? Because we could say a whole lot more, but we're just going to leave it at that right now. We need to vote for ourselves. We need to elect ourselves to power. We need to put all of our own workers in power to be in conversation with one another, to support each other's fight so we can fight and win. All right? I want to close this out before I turn it over to the hoppers to speak to the media, and we could bring some of the union reps back up. Frank, Valerie, um, who was my last one? Aaron, yeah, all three of y'all come on up. We just want to have a solidarity moment. I want y'all to see all of them in solidarity with our brothers from City Ways Union. City Ways Union, which is about to be another powerful union in the labor rights fight and the freedom fight. And I want y'all to hold your fists up in solidarity these brothers and with these workers and understand that there's only one way to make the rise and that's to educate, educate, agitate, 
Rookies to 
get because you're not getting five days if you, you don't have a permanent truck. So, yeah, and then we just started a day race, so it's just like 85. We used to get paid. We started at 85. Then it went to 90. Then it went to 95. Then it went to $100 a day. And then now, currently, we had 1025 a hour. No benefits. Uh, we go to the hospital um, just to talk to a doctor. It's two hundred and fifty dollars for me and my brother because we don't have no benefits unless we do our own personal benefits on the side. But other than that, no, no benefits. I don't even know what a copay is. They say copay with your insurance. I say who? I don't know somebody's name. Did they offer you all the papers? No ma'am, not one day. It wasn't even offered to us at all. What's the average number of hours? The average number of hours? Well, it depends on what team you're on, so it's two separate teams. Um, the team I was on, I was averaging 70 hours a week, so that's how I made my money. But um, people are like, why are you standing down? You made all your money. It's not just about me. It's about the guys who are on the other team that's only making five hundred dollars, and I'm making eight fifty a week. Does that make sense? Like, like I said, if you work more than eleven hours, I mean, if more than five days, it's eleven dollars an hour. So after overtime, that's sixteen fifty. Whereas if you work 20, uh, 10, 25 hours and get overtime.
Yeah. 